Welcome to Extraterrestrial Reality. Just recently on Coast to Coast AM with George Knapp, two former CIA officials were interviewed, and they both talked about uh, UFOs and uh, their experiences with extraterrestrials. Think about that. Think about that. You know, there was a time when you would never see uh, former government officials coming forward and uh, telling the world that they had experiences with extraterrestrials, let alone UFOs. I mean, I mean, you just you didn't hear that. I mean, sometimes you know, sometimes there would be uh, you know, UFO researchers would get a lot of stuff anonymously, you know, off the record, you know, and you wouldn't know who said it. But you didn't have things like this going on now. I mean, it seems like it's common. I mean, this is all par for the course these days, you know, with Lou Elizondo. And it just seems like it's, you know, it's it's a snowball effect. But it's very interesting that you're seeing some CIA officials come forward and making statements like this publicly. But anyway, they, they were on that radio program, uh, Coast to Coast AM. And, and uh, there was an article that was written about it. It's on this website called Alien UFO Sightings. And uh, I will leave the link for that article in the description. But anyhow, uh, it says here, uh, recently, two veteran CIA officers, Jim Semivan and John Ramirez, who have expressed personal interest in UFO UAP issues and cases, joined the George Knapp Show to discuss the CIA's role in the study of UFOs and their own experiences. Jim Semivan spent 25 years with the CIA and then joined other former government insiders as part of Tom DeLonge's To the Stars Academy. He detailed how he was inducted into the CIA and learned spycraft, which takes years to master. The CIA works on a need-to-know principle, so when it came to UFOs, Semivan was not made specifically aware of research on this topic, though CIA analyst Kit Green was known for pursuing the paranormal. On Coast to Coast AM... Semivan described his own alien-type encounters that occurred to him and his wife starting in 1990, in which beings showed up in their bedroom. The, the incident was authentic and not a hypnagogic or dream state, he stipulated. The couple subsequently observed on-and-off poltergeist activity in their home, and more recently he said he saw a hooded figure that resembled the Death Eater character from Harry Potter, who perhaps materialized to herald the, de the death of a close friend. Semivan said he concurs with the remark made by Skinwalker Ranch researcher Colm Kelleher that the UFO phenomenon is a lot more than nuts and bolts and machines, as there are also psychic and biological elements that ratchet up the high strangeness. To the star's investigation of metamaterials with odd isotopic ratios, possibly associated with UFOs, was ongoing, he added. And in the first half of this interview, uh, you know, the first half of the interview was with Semivan. This is this is what he said. He goes, I think they mentioned that the phenomenon is a natural part of our universe and we're living in it, but we don't recognize it. The same way that insects and animals don't recognize the human universe. A cat and a dog could be running through a library, but they don't have the faintest idea what the books are all about and what libraries are all about. We might be walking through our existence and there's a whole other reality that surrounds us that we just simply don't have the ability to see or interact with. It seems to be peeking inside our little consensus reality. As I explained to somebody once, it comes close, it teases us, it cajoles us, it lies to us, but you can never take it home to 
meet the parents. It won't allow you to do that. There's no formal introduction. Add on top that there's no ontology, which is just a fancy word. It basically means there's no structure to even discuss this. We don't have a common lexicon. Somebody said we have dots but no connections. I don't think we have the dots. Now, and then there's this other guy now, John Ramirez. He's another 25-year CIA veteran. He specialized in ballistic missile systems. And he recalled his longstanding interest in spycraft and how he shifted from being a Navy officer to the CIA in 1984. He compared intel gathering to being a journalist for a news service, though his sources for reports were typically clandestine. Like Semivan, he also experienced experienced what might be considered alien abduction type experiences including being placed on an examination table in a circular craft interestingly a number of his counterparts in the cia and nsa also had ufo experiences he revealed in his job related to missile defense he became aware of times when russian radar would detect unusual craft and in one instance he said they tried to lure a uap into a landing Ramirez noted that CIA historian Gerald Haynes wrote about the agency's study of UFOs from 1947 through the 1990s for a division that was initially called the Office of Scientific Intelligence. What was particularly intriguing to Ramirez was that the division had life sciences and medical people on staff, indicating possible interest in alien bodies. He also described how an Air Force pilot on the plane that flew near Kamachka to monitor Russian tests observed a massive milky white wall of light flying toward him at 6,200 miles per hour, though the Air Force assumed it was some kind of countermeasure by the Russians. Regarding the military sightings of transmedium UAP like Tic Tacs, Ramirez said he does not believe that Russia or any other foreign country has the capabilities to produce this kind of anti-gravity technology. And there's more to this article. And again, if you're interested in it, I uh, highly recommend that you check it out and check out this website. You know, they have a lot of stuff on here. It seems very interesting. However, uh, the whole point of this is, you know, it's amazing how far we've come. I mean, this is unbelievable that we actually have these people that work for the CIA making statements like this publicly. That just goes to show you again that this is a slow disclosure that we we're going through right now. This is it's it, there's no question. There's no question about it. I mean, <laughs> uh, I, I know a lot of people out there still don't believe in this. You know, I don't. They don't. They don't. In their minds, there's no such thing as extraterrestrials visiting Earth, which is actually insane. You know, to me, that's an insane prospect at this point. There's just too much evidence out there. And here again, we have people, former CIA officials, not only telling you. Uh, that there's, you know, they, they're telling you that not only are these craft real, right, but they actually had experiences with aliens themselves. It's not a crazy subject anymore, folks. The people who are crazy are the people who just are not accepting it. They're not accepting reality. But, you know, there was a day, I mean, you know, you can compare this to 1989 when Bob Lazar, you know, stepped forward because he thought the, somebody in the government was going to bump him off because, you know, he had, you know, he had, he, he left his job at, uh, he lost his job at S4, you know, work, you know, trying to study these flying saucers that the, the government had hidden there, right? He lost his job because he was taking people to, you know, to a certain spot at night to, you know, to look at these things, you know, being tested. So they, he got caught doing that, and then, you know, he was worried that he was going to, you know, something was going to happen to him. 
So he, he he went to George Knapp, of course, who was interviewing these two guys here. He went to George Knapp, who was working at a TV station there in, in uh, Nevada. And, uh, you know, the rest is history. He went public with what, what was going on there. He's never made anything out of this. This is, you know, Bob Lazar never had any reason to lie. But the the point is, is that back then it was a different story. I mean, they might have bumped him off. Some, you know, he might have disappeared if he didn't open his mouth back then. You know, he, he felt like that was the only thing he could do. You know, now a lot of people say he's a liar. You know, even uh, somebody who I, you know, the late, great Stanton Friedman, somebody I completely, you know, have nothing but respect for. I, you know... I think this is one of the one thing that Stanton was wrong about. Stanton did not believe Bob Lazar. I I believe Stanton was wrong about that. I do believe Bob Lazar. I believe that he did work on these craft. I mean, it, the government obviously th- there were things that happened to Lazar after this stuff came out that uh, you know they tried to, they did try to erase some of his past. You know, but the point is the point is uh, is that things are different now. I mean, it's just a different story. Now you actually, people are talking about this more openly, you know, ever since like Lou Elizondo stepped up to the plate. Now you got CIA agents, you know, former CIA agents telling you that they actually had experiences with aliens. What more do you want? What more do you want? I mean, we're living in a a different age here. 2022, this could be the year. This could be the year when, you know, you know, we find, everyone finds out for sure, for certain what's been going on. This could be it. Okay, moving on. Um, you know, recently I've heard a lot of anecdotal comments regarding the uh, there's a contingent in the Pentagon throughout the decades, actually, and and up to to now, up to now, that uh, they're you know very conservative religious people, and that's part of the reason why some of this inform why why it's been so difficult to get the government to admit that uh, you know the truth about the extraterrestrial presence here on earth i could see that i could see that i mean if if your if your religion uh, claims that there's no such thing as you know any other intelligent life throughout the universe right right if if you're some uh, far uh, con- you know right conservative evangelical and and your religion says there's no there's nobody else out there and 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 you're one of these people and and you have that religion and you work in the pentagon and you're somebody near, near the top of the, the the food chain there then you don't like this to you to you these things could would be demons from hell and uh that's possible it's i mean that's one that could be one of the reasons i've heard this on different uh podcasts recently and there's been things i've been reading Again, it's all anecdotal, uh, but I believe that you know. In fact, if you would, if you were to go back to 1947, right when uh, the crash in Roswell happened and there was bodies found there, it probably took time for those people to accept this. I mean, there. I mean, I've talked about this before. There was this project sign that you know the, the government. Uh, initiated this uh effort to you know come up with a explanation for ufos and there was this uh project sign that that was the and they came up with an estimate of the situation and the estimate concluded that um that it was extraterrestrial that these things were interplanetary that were coming here 
And uh, we know this because this was, you know, people, even though the estimate of the situation, the document itself has, you know, it's never been made public. We, we've never seen it. There's no, it, for all we know, it could have been destroyed, right? There was, there were certain people within the government that didn't like that explanation. They did not want to accept it. And, you, and it makes you wonder, why would they not want to accept that? Why would they not want to accept the, est- the, the conclusions of the estimate of the situation? It doesn't make any sense to me. If it's extraterrestrial, it's extraterrestrial. What else, you know? It was the most logical explanation for this. I mean, nobody back then had craft like this. I mean, and not only that, but uh, you have to wonder this. You know, the Roswell crash happened in in July of 1947. The estimate of the situation, that didn't come out till like a year or so later, a couple years later. I think it was 49. I could be wrong on that. But however, so... But but a certain faction within the, in the government had to know that these about what happened at Roswell. They had to know there had to be a certain. Now, were the people who were charged with, uh, you know, come, you know, preparing the estimate of the situation for Project Sign? Did they know about Roswell, or were, were they left out of that and they just had to make their determination ba- based on everything else that was going on? Like I believe that there probably there could have been two different. Uh, uh, this thing was divided into two different sections. People, the, the, a smaller group that was in the complete know about Roswell and everything else, and then another group that was assigned to come up with the explanation for the uh, the UFO reports. You know, all the flying saucers people were seeing back then, but they didn't have access to what it, the, to the events that happened in Roswell. And they came up with this, despite not having that Roswell data. They still came up with this. Uh, conclusion that it's this, the UFOs uh, were interplanetary, that extraterrestrials were behind it. But uh, other officials did not want, did not like that. They did not want to go go by this. So that so they they uh, they came up with another uh, study, uh, Project Grudge, you know, name Grudge because they didn't like Project Science. So they they went into the next one, with Project Grudge, and they didn't come up with that. There was no, uh, it wasn't determined that it was extraterrestrial in that. Uh, in that uh, study. So you, you have to wonder, even back then, was there, a, was there certain people in the Pentagon that just weren't ready to accept the extraterrestri- extraterrestrial uh, ex- explanation for this based on their religious beliefs? And I think yes. I think yes. You know, even, I, I would imagine, like say after Roswell happened, right, and you, you had people in the Pentagon, you have scientists uh, concluding that uh, you know, in the government, top scientists concluding, yeah, these these things are from outer space. There's no question, right? But then you would have some military personnel saying, I don't, I don't accept that. I don't believe that. Uh, maybe these things were were some sort of a Russian trick or something, or a Chinese trick. Even to, kidding themselves, kidding themselves because of their religious beliefs. And is that what's happening now? Is what's happening now? Is there? Is that why we're getting this? We're st- there still seems to be some friction within the Pentagon with with regard to trying to release these things. Okay, the, it, obviously that's what it seems like. Um, and and I've, again, there's been people that talked about this that there is a group. So there could be people in there that are you know highly re- have you know really strong religious beliefs, and they just don't accept ex- the extraterrestrial explanation even today even today and so that's why they're they're hesitant in in releasing this information um again this is all pure speculation however i, I you know recently I, I i i talked in my one of my podcasts um about this 1897 aurora texas 
uh, UFO crash. You know, it, it showed up. There was articles in two different uh, uh, newspapers back then about this. Very, they weren't big articles. They were small articles. And uh, it's just amazing that it never got any more traction beyond those two newspapers in Texas. Okay. Now, of course, if you're, you know, I'm sure many of you out there are familiar with this, uh, the, this alleged crash of a, of, of a object in 1897. It was during this wave of, you know, that was, you know, all over the country where people were seeing these airships flying around, and then apparently one of them crashed one day in uh, Aurora, Texas, in 1897, and uh, you know. Some people later, like years later, people like when when uh, some UFO investigators started looking at looking into this in eight, in the 1970s. Some people from this town said, "Oh, it was a hoax," but then there were other people who said, "No, it wasn't a hoax." In fact, there was one guy that actually said he saw the thing before it crashed. And not only that, but uh, this thing crashed, and there was a body that was there. And and he, in the in the article that talked about this, that body was uh, given a Christian burial. In the local Aurora Cemetery, and in the seventies, there was actually still a headstone there with a with a with a with a flying saucer with portholes drawn on it in in that graveyard. But in eighteen ninety seven, when this happened, the story never got more any more traction than beyond these two articles that appeared in these Texas newspapers. And I always wonder, like, how is that possible? How was it? You know, how did you know back then? Of course, there's no internet. I mean, news traveled a lot slower back then than it does today. You know. Or even, you know, 20, 30 years later, it still travel a lot slower. I mean, you know, things were different back then in the 1800s. But it makes me wonder, like, how come nobody from other parts of the world, like, saw this? Like, you know, I guess it was just missed. But yeah, it makes me wonder this. Like, people say, well, the guy who wrote this uh, article, right, the guy who reported this, they said his name was T.E. Hayden, I believe. And... uh some people claim that this guy wrote some satire sometimes, and this is this is what the debunkers will tell you that oh, this guy was a known satirist and he wrote some satire sometimes. But this was written as straight news. This wasn't written as a satire, you know. So I don't know what they're talking about. There, they have no proof for that. They have no no proof whatsoever that this was satire. Uh, but they make that statement anyhow because they don't know what else to say. But anyhow, uh, so. What I think is possible is that happened here. And this again, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm just making this. This is just a, a theory that I have. This thing might have showed up in these newspapers, and there might have been an outcry from religious groups at that time, saying, "Hey, well, what are you talking about? Some, somebody from another world? That's not possible. There's nobody from other worlds. We're human beings. God only made it us, and that's it." You know, and, and and so maybe the newspaper, you know, even though it's not recorded anywhere, there, there could have been a lot of letters that were sent uh, complaining about this from different religious uh, folks out there. Uh, who knows? I mean, but 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 it's possible that that could have happened. And that's why uh, and maybe there were other people that were interested in it from other parts of the country, maybe even other parts of the world that that would that might have contacted the newspaper to get more information about this to say, hey, is this true? And by that point, they had received so much, you know, such a backlash about it that they said, oh, no, it turned out that it wasn't true. Uh, you know, and, and uh, yeah, there's nothing to worry about here. Uh, you know, we made a mistake. I guess there was never a correction ran on it. I'm, if, the, if my theory is correct, then obviously there was no correction ran that we know of anyhow. Uh, but I, again, it's just a theory. Like, so, you know, it's it's just amazing to me that that story never got bigger than it did. You know, that it never expanded to, that should have been international news, not just Texas news. 
You know, if something, if something, one of these airships that everyone's talking about crashed and, and the being that was in there was described of, as not of this world, right? Um, and, and that there was uh, uh, writing uh, on, on some sort of paper-like material that uh, was hieroglyphics that nobody could read, right? To me, that says alien, extraterrestrial, you know, that's what it is. And then they buried the body and some of the metal from this craft in this local cemetery, but yet, you know, that's the end of the story. Until the 70s when some UFO researchers found out about it and started digging into it themselves. Uh, unfortunately, you know, nothing ever happened. And, you know, the, 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 these people in the 70s wanted to dig up that grave. And, you know, but then the, the, the local townspeople wouldn't let them. And, and then, you know, a couple of weeks later, somebody went in there anyway and stole the stuff. And people suspect it was the government that they, they, they stuck tubes in the ground and sucked up the metal that was there and probably the remains of the being that could have proved everything. Who knows? Some people suspect it was the government that did that. In fact, one of the UFO researchers from 1973 suspected that. However, I guess, again, my theory is, this is just a theory, doesn't, doesn't make me right, okay? I am not, you know, I'm just giving this as, a, as what might have happened here. What might have happened is there could have been a backlash, a backlash from uh, Christian evangelicals, or excuse me, evangelical Christians who, uh, who thought this was, who found this preposterous and it angered them that, hey, what are you talking about? Not an inhabitant of this world. That, that's not true. That can't be true. That's impossible. So any kind of, so they might have contacted the paper and the paper might have killed the story. They might have told other newspapers that might have contacted them you know, or other officials or other people that are government officials from all over the world, anybody that might have contacted them. They might have said, oh, that story was a, was a hoax. Uh, it wasn't true. Again, I, there's no proof of this. I'm just throwing that out as a theory because, again, it, it never it doesn't really make sense that it never went beyond those two two newspapers. But uh, and again, and that brings me back to what's going on today. There could be people within the government who just can't accept the extraterrestrial explanation uh, because of their religious beliefs. Uh, and there is, you know, again, there's some anecdotal evidence out there with regard to this. And uh, this could be going on for, for decades, you know, different people, different people in charge. And some of them are like, hey, you know, I believe this, this and this. And I just don't see how this is extraterrestrial. And I don't think we should make this public because a lot of people aren't going to like that. Uh, and it could be that could be another reason. It could just be that there's people who uh, within the Pentagon are afraid of the response for, from some people uh, in the religious community. Now, this shouldn't be I, I don't know why. Right. Uh, this shouldn't be an issue, actually. I don't know why this is there. You know, if there's beings from other worlds coming here, then there's beings from other worlds coming here, right? Well, what are you going to do about it? I and mean, that's just the way it is. You know, you got to accept it. I mean, you there's. I mean, you have to. You know, the universe. You believe in God. The universe is huge. It's huge. You know, you got to. Um, you know, you got to think that okay, he's not just gonna not just gonna make us. Where does it say that he just made us? You know, it doesn't just. You know, you don't know that. You know, you, you, you obviously. So you're, you're basically th believing that oh, God's not possible. If you believe in God, you're you're basically saying that it's not possible for God to create any other uh, intelligent uh, uh, beings anywhere else in this uh, incredibly gigantic universe. It is possible. And it's and and put it this way, it's real. They are here. It's extraterrestrials, and there's nothing that you, anybody could do to to change that. You can't change facts. You know, you could pretend that they that they're not real, but then you're just fooling yourself.